We are going to start now Mishnah 16. Mishnah Tezayin. Rav Gamliel Omer. Rav Gamliel was one of the great sages towards the end of the second temple. And Rav Gamliel says, Asay l'chorav. Establish for yourself a rabbi. What is the importance of having a rabbi? Rav Gamaliel's idea here that he's trying to teach us is not so much about studying Torah as as much as having a rabbi to be able to guide you properly when you're dealing with the way you are supposed to conduct yourself and the way you're supposed to observe mitzvahs, how are you supposed to come away with the right approach when there is questions in halacha, Jewish law? We would like to think that we know it all and we would like to do what we want when questions arise and we are uncertain it's very easy to go ahead and become the judge and jury and conduct ourselves according to the Jewish law that we think is the Jewish law which may not be correct now what we don't think about is that if we go ahead and we pass judgment on a Jewish rule, in case it's incorrect, we are going to be totally responsible. If the Torah says it's author, it's prohibited, and then I say, mutter, it's permissible, and I transgress, I will be held accountable by God for not doing the the correct thing. However, if I had a rabbi to consult with, so there's two benefits there. Benefit number one is that you really find out if you know what you're talking about. Because a lot of times we talk ourselves into things that are not correct. So if you at least have the rabbi and he agrees with you, you're not in doubt anymore. You have the rabbi on your side. And even if you get up there after 120 years and they say you did something wrong, you can point to the rabbi. You can blame it on the rabbi. But it's always the wise decision that when you're dealing in matters of halacha, which requires tremendous erudition, tremendous knowledge, tremendous understanding, and how to compare one thing to another, and how to understand why things do not compare to each other. Many times we may think something is like something else, and it's really not like that. A rabbi who is more learned, who has studied more, who is more versed in Torah, in halacha, so he can give us a clear understanding of what we are supposed to be doing and what we're not supposed to be doing. My father, blessed memory, used to say to me many times, when you're younger, 
sometimes you make decisions which we call in Hebrew negias. Negias means you've got something in it for yourself. When you have something in it for yourself, it blinds you. He used to say there's a Mishnah which alludes to this, but it's really not the exact same thing, but the concept. It says, Kol a person can see all faults except his own faults. In other words, when you have an agias, when you have something in it for yourself, when you stand to benefit or to gain, a lot of times you don't do the right thing. And it happens very, very often in Allah. You should not be doing something, but you want to do it, and then your mind starts to play games with you and gives you like a hundred reasons why perhaps you should be able to do it. And none of those reasons are correct. A rabbi could solve that problem for you. It's so important because you're taking a risk. And if you have a rabbi, you don't have to take a risk. It's even more than that. A rabbi can see further than the actual person because he's involved with so many different people. The life experience that a rabbi has, because so many people consult with him and so many people trust him and so many people have brought their issues and halachic questions to him. It's possible you're not even the first one that's asking the question. He maybe heard this question many, many, many times and has done the research and has studied it in depth, the subject, and has extrapolated what God's will is in this kind of situation according to halacha, which the average person doesn't have the time or the tools that are necessary to get to the proper point. It's interesting, when it comes to ourselves, we like to judge for ourselves. We don't like anyone telling us what to do. The Torah says, Lo siten ovel b'mishpat. You should not do any kind of crookedness when it comes to judgment. The Torah wants us to be honest. And when it has to do with me, not always can I be honest and objective. But the Torah said that Pesach really, when there is a dispute and there is a judge, judge, don't do an avla, don't do something that's incorrect when you're judging we can apply the principle to ourselves too. That we have to be honest with God. It's very easy to go off the beaten track when you've got something to lose. I'm going to lose the chicken. It may be trade. So therefore, I'm so worried about my money and my loss, I may, God forbid, eat trade. We don't even realize... Many times the taloch is very lenient when it comes to a Jew's loss of money. In the temple was the same thing. There were certain leniences because of hefzit kutchen, because of the loss of sacrificial animals and offerings. We would perhaps be more stringent. The Torah or the taloch allows us to be a little bit more lax of Hefzid Merubah, too much loss. And the Torah was very sensitive that if there could be too much loss, 
a person may be tempted to do things he shouldn't do. So instead of putting him into that situation, the Torah was very, very sensitive. And many, many times there's a lenience. Now who knows all that? Who knows that? A rabbi, a learned rabbi, a real rabbi, a rabbi who got the smicha, who studied by great sages himself, who has a reputation of being God-fearing and careful and concerned to live in accordance with the precepts of the Torah, what the Torah wants of us. And these are all the benefits of Asel Charav. Chanav Rav Gamliel says, why should you make yourself a Rav? The histalic men That you should be able to remove yourself from a position of doubt. A position of question. If you go ahead and make judgments based on your mindset, it's very possible you will say on something that's mutter, that's okay, you may say, it's also, it's no good. And then you are going to cause Jewish people a loss of money. It's possible if you're going to go say something that's mutter is also, some bad things can come out from that. If it was mutter, why should it be usr? Because you weren't learned enough. It's possible that people that confide in you could be led astray. So it's very important to know when something is mutter, it's mutter. When it's usr, it's usr. Don't say on something that's usr that it's mutter, because then you're leading people down the wrong track, and it could be yourself as well. And don't say something that's mutter that's usr, because then you are making it hard for people unnecessarily. We are not permitted to go halacha shopping. The Gemara says, you're not supposed to take kula beishamai v'chumra beishillel. You can't pick and choose. Right now I need to get a lenient judgment, so I'm going to go to this one, and then I need this, I'm going to go to this one. Rav Gamaliel says that, but he says, make one, appoint one rav for yourself. Not, it doesn't say, Rabbonim, many. When it comes to halacha, it's important to follow one rabbi, a rabbi that knows you, knows your family, knows the situation. Many times he could give you a leniency within the guidelines of halacha because he knows the situation. There is tremendous amount of benefits to be derived from having a rabbi and to remove ourselves from any kind of doubts. It's always a good idea in general to have someone to talk to, to talk it out with. Because when you talk it out with another, much more clarity comes out. I have found at times when I had halachic questions that I brought to a rabbi, and only because we interacted and discussed it in depth and evaluated all the different angles and the minute details and the intricacies of all the possibilities, what you wouldn't think of on your own, but only through the give and take 
of discussion does the truth come out? That's what Hashem wants. Hashem wants truth when we are in it by ourselves, for ourselves. There's a temptation many times to not look 100% with precision unless the person is a tremendous Yerushalayim. If a person is a very God-fearing Jew who has self-studied and knows. Today, fortunately, we have a lot of Jewish books and English translations which help along for the basic laws, but it's always good not to be in doubt. There is a Mishnah that says, Forgo your will for his will. This is very true with Asel Kharaf, because when you go to somebody else, you're forgoing your will, you're surrendering to a higher authority. And through surrendering to a Rav, you're able to surrender to Hashem too. Why would somebody not go to a Rabbi? He doesn't go to a Rabbi because he doesn't want to be told what to do. So we're ending off here with the last lesson of Rav Gamliel, Vatarbe la'aser oimodos. A Jew is commanded to give tight, to give a tenth of his earnings. What can happen is, we may like to go ahead and estimate that tenth. When the Torah says, give a tenth, it doesn't mean a fraction less than a tenth, or a fraction more than a tenth. It means precisely a tenth. It is that precision that allows you to eat food that otherwise you would not be allowed to eat. Before you tithe, the food in Eretz Yisrael was prohibited. Once you tithed, then it was permitted. If you didn't tithe it, it was terrible. So, it's very easy to say it's a very big bother and do this precisely. So what will I do? I'll estimate. I'll estimate. Around about. So he said, Even if you're going to give more, because of the estimation, that's not good. We need to do God's will the way God wants us to do His will. He didn't ask us to give more than a tenth. If it was subjective, He could have just said, take off about a tenth. But if God said ten, it doesn't mean eleven, it doesn't mean nine. We can't bargain with God. Sometimes the Torah doesn't allow us to give God more than He wants. Just like it doesn't want us to give less than He wants. A person had payrolls, a person had vegetation that he harvested. And harvested vegetation was not permissible unless you did certain things. It's interesting that he mentions this in this Mishnah. It can always be an example to Vihistalik Min Hasafik, which we just learned before. You should remove yourself from questions. When he said before, remove yourself from a question, that's exactly what this is. Know about. Be precise. Everything this Mishnah is about precision. When you have a Rab, you're in precision. When he says, Atar Balasur Modos, 
means be precise. That's what Rabbi Gamaliel is saying. There's a way to be precise. A way to be precise is have a rabbi. A way to be precise is not to estimate, but to measure. To measure. He wants us to get used to doing things correctly. If davening is 8 o'clock, it's not around 8 o'clock. And you walk in 8.10. I had once a situation where a guy had an appointment with a gentleman. It happened to be for 8 o'clock. He says 8-ish. 8-ish means non-committal about 8. I turned around to him and I said, As much as you are an ish, as much as you are a man, that's as much as you'll be here at 8 o'clock. 8-ish. If you're here at 8, then you're an ish. Then you're a man. If it's 8-ish, if it's around 8, that's not precision. This is very important, what the Torah wants of us. When it comes to truma, which you give to the Kohen, the Torah doesn't give you a measurement. The Gemara says, somebody that wants to give with a full heart, he gives one from 40. If somebody wants to be bad-hearted, then he gives one from 60. Somebody that's middle of the road, he gives one from 50. But there, the Torah didn't give you a shear. It didn't give you a specific number. It allowed you to choose how you want to fulfill it. If you just gave a little bit, you're technically okay. But when it comes to masa, it's precision. That's the key. In life in general, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter was very much into being perfect, precise, doing things right. MS, there's only one kind of MS. MS is 100%. If it's 99% or if it's 101%, it's not MS anymore. It's not MS. And that's probably the backbone of everything that Gamaliel is teaching us. By doing these things, by not giving more where you're not supposed to, not giving less than you're supposed to, by having a rabbi and evaluating things properly, you come to a level of MS. That is the name of Hashem. Hashem Hashem is MS. Midashel Kalash Baruch is MS. The way of Hashem is MS. And MS can't be compromised.